0: I'm Molly and I'm
1: Matthew and
0: this is Spilled Milk the show where we cook something delicious eat it all and you can't have any except you can because you are a subscriber to the show
1: yes so uh this this episode only being a subscriber entitles you to some of whatever we've got
0: yeah yeah and um and the good news is is what we've got today is free on YouTube that's true yeah, so okay. you
1: actually can have some. Uh,
0: what we're talking about today is a movie. We're talking about a movie called Grand Piano.
1: And if you if you're wondering why on that on this food podcast are they talking about a movie I've never heard of, we don't have a good answer well, to that question. It's because
0: we got to get together in the morning and and eat snacks.
1: Yeah, so uh, we'll we'll be talking about movie snacks, and we'll be, we'll be talking about this very important film.
0: And and yeah, just to reiterate, you're gonna want to see this film, and and it's free on YouTube. Yeah,
1: you're gonna want to fast. forward. Forward a lot. <laughs> yeah. <okay. laughs> because it mostly consists of a Frodo playing a piano.
0: It was the longest 78 minutes I've ever been through.
1: Yeah, that's the, the good news is this movie is very short as mm-hmm. far as movies go, but still very long as far as this movie goes.
0: Um well also happy Independence Day, oh, everybody. Yeah. I mean yeah. in, in the in the US.
1: We should have watched the movie Independence Day, but we didn't.
0: Nope
1: so okay so let's talk a little bit about what this movie is I think I heard about it on a podcast we were trying to figure out what should we do for our independence day bonus episode for subscribers only and I I said to Molly well I heard of this bad movie called Grand Piano and Molly's like okay great let's watch that
0: yeah so um so that's how this happened I have no memory lane of this movie um do but- you have
1: any Grand Piano memory lane have you ever played a Grand Piano
0: I don't think so I don't I mean, I think probably uh, the closest I've come was a baby grand, yeah. which still seems pretty grand.
1: Yeah, I don't think I've ever played like a concert grand, but I definitely have played I don't a know baby if I've grand.
0: Ever been in the room with a concert grand? Now I've that definitely I been it.
1: like to the symphony. We need to talk about this movie first. Right? Yeah,
0: I, I can't talk about anything else right now. So, all right, so uh... we
1: begin with. Opening credits of like the camera panning like lustily and spookily over a piano in a dark room.
0: Oh, there's a tremendous amount of like play with light. Uh, I feel like uh, like an art historian could have a lot of fun with the yeah. way that they were lighting this. Like chiaroscuro.
1: It was very chiaroscuro. Maybe maybe a little sfumato. <laughs>
0: Anyway, um, it was supposed an to be art
1: word too. It was
0: supposed to be really like s- kind of creepy yeah. and scary, and uh, maybe a little sexy.
1: Yeah. With, all I could think when I was watching this was that is definitely a pilf.
0: Yeah, a pilf. <laughs> um, the other thing that I was aware of is wow, they ran through like all the credits. Yeah. I mean, not like you know gaffer or whatever no. the, the other things, but like. The credit sequence went on for a very long time.
1: It really did. And then that was followed by a long piano moving sequence where like some piano movers were struggling with this big ass concert grand piano. Yes. Um, and uh,
0: and that, too, was lit very dramatically. Yeah.
1: And there were like a couple of guys who seemed like government agents dressed, you know, with sunglasses and dark suits yeah. for that was never explained. <laughs>
0: yeah. They were like watching the piano be lifted by a crane I- into this concert hall. And uh, and then then you learn that our main character is Elijah Wood. He is a concert pianist named Tom Selznick, who we quickly discover uh, had a concert five years earlier where he played a piece by a particular composer who was
1: like his mentor who was like his
0: mentor and he he choked choked. I mean everyone like I don't think the world has ever cared about a pianist as much as the world cared about Tom Selznick. Right. And
1: I, I kind of got the impression that this this uh, dead composer who'd like composed the super hard piece that made Elijah Wood choke, like that his main deal as a composer was just like writing stuff to fuck with pianists. It does right? seem
0: that way. Okay. It does seem that way. So there's a whole bunch of, uh, of dialogue in the early part of the movie where basically you see Elijah Wood like quietly sweating bullets uh-huh. and people are just reminding him what a failure he is
1: yeah that that he you know you could have been the best man but yeah. you fucked up
0: and you know that he's on his way to his first concert since that fateful concert five years ago when he became a failure with a capital f
1: there's a part where he's like in the limo and he's and he has to do an interview with like a gotcha journalism <laughs> yes! radio host who describes him as quote the brightest piano player and yeah. Molly are both like what?
0: <laughs> yeah. No, he's uh, he clearly super smart.
1: I mean, yes, because he outsmarts a terrorist while playing a Hold concert. Hold on, you're Sorry. getting ahead of it. Spoilers. By the way, there's going to be a lot of spoilers in this episode. He also
0: is married to, like, the greatest actress of her time, yeah. Emma Selznick. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, there's a real, a real uh, uh, Emma Stone. Yeah. Emma Watson. Yeah. There's a third Emma, right?
0: Um,
1: anyway, I, I, there's an Emmy- I don't
0: know. Uh, yeah. Emmy
1: Rossum. Is that a, is that an actress? Yeah, yes. sure. Okay, okay. Good job.
0: Anyway, so, so we've got Tom and Emma. They're like the brightest lights of their generation. Everybody loves them. And the whole world is attending this concert tonight where Tom is going to be playing before an audience for the first time in five years.
1: Yeah, and so we meet Norman, the conductor, who's like Tom's old buddy. Norman's mm-hmm. got great conductor hair, um, and he says to says to Tom at one point <laughs> in what he clearly thinks is a compliment, "quote I've never met a human being more perfectly shaped for one purpose." <laughs> yeah. Like,
0: <laughs> we'll let you imagine what the, what purpose, the purpose is. is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, anyway. But,
1: uh, <laughs> oh, also, also, like they've moved this special piano from from like the late composer's like house to to this concert hall in Chicago, mm-hmm. and uh, and Tom asks uh, asks conductor Norman like how's the piano, and Norman says, "Well, the low C is a little sharp," which I think is going to be is like foreshadowing. I now realize, but at the time, I was just like. Well, how about tune it? Oh. Right.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Okay. So basically, the concert begins. You know, there's a full orchestra accompanying Tom, who's Elijah Wood. Yeah. And w- what quickly happens is that they show the score, uh, on the the
1: the music desk
0: on the music desk, the piano, and you notice that, like in red sharpie, yeah. there's there's an arrow at the bottom right, and. Then he turns the page, like the arrow tells him to do, and it says something like, uh, one wrong note and you die. Yeah,
1: And Tom is concerned about this because he doesn't want to die on stage.
0: Well, and, and you start seeing um, like the red of like a laser pointer. Yeah.
1: So like a, like a gun sight. Yeah.
0: A gun sight. You start seeing it move over the keyboard and clip. But the audience isn't seeing this. I love there that the is audience so can't see it. There is so much
1: like red dot gun sight oh, laser pointer wow. in this movie. It, that's basically... It should have called the movie Laser Pointer. Yeah.
0: And anyway, so we learn that there is a terrorist who has the voice of John Cusack, uh-huh. who is a in the audience. Stole
1: the voice of John. C- no, it is John Cusack.
0: And he, uh, the the terrorist, basically says to Elijah Wood, "You absolutely must play this perfectly. You must yeah, play like this evening whole, perfectly. The whole concert. You, you've got to play the One concert wrong perfectly. Note
1: and he'll shoot. Or he." Sh- Elijah Wood's wife and, and like he'll yes. kill both of them.
0: He'll he'll kill both of them. Yes, there we go. Okay. So so lots of drama and this goes on a long time. Right, so
1: so you would think like you know the premise Ooh. of the movie is like this guy has to play a perfect piano concert or a terrorist will shoot him. That like that sounds like it could be kind of tedious because there would just be a lot of uh, sweaty piano playing, and you would be correct.
0: Oh, the other thing we should mention is that the reason we know the terrorist voice is that he he basically uh, makes it so that Elijah Wood gets a little ear piece yes and and so John Cusack can speak directly into Elijah Wood's ear I'm not sure if it was ever piano.
1: explained like how he got the earpiece onto it, him he
0: ran um, so he told Elijah Wood to run off stage between pieces oh. go to the dressing room and get it out of his backpack right he planted oh. it in the backpack.
1: Got it. That was that was uh, my first favorite, my second favorite scene of the movie. Which, uh, yeah, there, there's like a note on the music score that says, "Go back to your dressing room at the break. I have something for you." And he goes back to the dressing room, and the camera zooms in on a plate of three delicious-looking croissants. And I'm like, "Oh, that's yes! so nice of <laughs> this terrorist!" Yes! <laughs> like, I know. I know how much you love croissants. I it's got you three of them. It's perfect.
0: <laughs> It's perfect. <laughs> A little pick me up for the next, the next movement. Uh-huh. Um, okay. So the next
1: like 60 minutes of the movie it's- is, is just like John Cusack saying like threatening things to Elijah Wood, who is trying to, he, he like texts his friend.
0: Right. Oh, yeah. So so Elijah Wood, like, tries to get help from a friend of his who's in the audience. And he does this by pulling his phone out of his pocket while he's playing the piano. Yeah.
1: I mean, the main thing, the main lesson I took from this movie is that, like, if you're as good a piano player as Elijah Wood, you can do anything you want while playing the piano. Oh, my
0: God. You can you can fend off a terrorist. You can make you can you can make phone calls Uh and you can text people. Yeah. You can save your wife. You can, um, you can,
1: yeah, you can save yourself.
0: You can save yourself. You uh, can't
1: save your wife's annoying friends. They both get killed by the terrorists.
0: Yeah, that part was yeah. good. God, those people were
1: terrible. I know.
0: Um, okay, but anyway, uh, is it okay if we spoil it? Let's um, spoil it. Yeah, so,
1: so it's not clear for most of the movie why John Cusack cares. Mm-hmm. And when you find out, we laughed so hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so here's the secret of Grand Piano. Okay. You, may, you, like, you might want to stop the show here if you haven't watched this great movie. Uh John Cusack is a locksmith. Yeah. <laughs> Correct me if I get any of this wrong because it will. was very confusing. Yeah. <laughs> and was. Asked to build into this piano a secret lockbox mechanism containing where, where the composer would hide the key to like his uh, Swiss, Swiss bank, bank account, Swiss bank like safety deposit box yeah. that has all of his like, and, you know, cash and, in it.
0: And he says, uh, John Cusack, the terrorist, in explaining this to Elijah Wood, says, like, Imagine the most money you can imagine. Then, then double, double it. it. And Elijah Wood goes, I can't. And yeah. John Cusack is like, Exactly.
1: yeah so that's how much money it is yeah so there's like a fuckload of money in this swiss bank uh bank box and uh and and the key is hidden in this piano and can only be unlocked if you play the most difficult part of the composer's most difficult piece the last four bars of it Perfectly,
0: and this happens to be the piece that made Elijah Wood choke. Right, five years so ago.
1: So Very ironic.
0: Oh wow, it is so tense.
1: <laughs> At one point, Ooh. like, like there's, there's a, most of the movie is just like, uh, like John Cusack taunting Elijah Wood mm-hmm. over this earpiece. At one mm-hmm. point, he says, "Have you ever seen a dead body before? How can you be? How can you be a creative person when you haven't suffered like that?" <sighs>
0: matthew how how are you a creative person when you I mean I don't
1: know well that that got me thinking yeah. right? yeah that that like you know we've been doing this podcast a long time I've never seen a dead body oh uh, I have okay so so that's why you're better at it than me yeah let's go on a stand by real, me style journey let's go into the woods
0: potos yeah yeah you've, you've got
1: you got Patos <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah,
0: take me on a Stand By
1: Me journey to see a dead body no, in the no, woods. Uh,
0: no, I've seen dead bodies because I was there when two family members died.
1: Great. great. That's, that sounds like comedy gold right there. I
0: mean, not at the same time.
1: Oh, did they die in, a, in like a piano terrorism incident? No. Then I don't want to hear about okay. it.
0: Okay. Anyway. Um, he,
1: what John Cusack meant was a cool dead body.
0: Well, actually, Matthew, I think we need to explain okay. that this was the one part of the movie that we truly had to go back and watch again, because it was not clear to us what happened to the John Cusack character oh, well, the, the, well, in the, the grand finale. The
1: part about the dead body was when he killed the the friend.
0: Yeah, but uh, okay. So, so Sorry, then I'm this was lit. yeah, we're yeah, getting ahead
1: because because okay. you skipped over the part where um where he said that uh, that no one can move their fingers that fast and spread them that wide. <laughs> I think they said that twice. (laughs) Yeah, John
0: Cusack (laughs) was saying this to taunt Elijah Wood, like, like, no one else is going to be able to play this piece. You have to do it or you die.
1: (laughs) Oh, wait. Can we talk about the janitor, please? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, so yeah. at the beginning of the movie, Elijah Wood gets like, uh, like a uh, folder with all the scores for the pieces that he's going to play. And in it is this super hard piece that wasn't on the the agenda, on the program for tonight. And he's like, how did this get in here? And like crumples it up and throws it away. Mm-hmm. But then, of course, John Cusack says, like, you have to play it. And he's like, "Uh, that's going to be a problem, buddy. I threw it away. And John Cusack is like, okay, well, you know, I'll give you a break. Go get it. And so he, he has to go find the janitor. So when, he like runs into right.
0: the bowels of the building. Which
1: looks exactly like, like the, uh, you know, the boiler room scene from Titanic. I
0: was thinking it looked like uh, Reactor 4 in Chernobyl. Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay. And anyway, uh, you see this like kind of open mouth of a furnace at the far end of the room and next to it is the janitor. And you see in slow motion that he feeds the score into the fire.
1: Yes, so this concert hall they pay their janitor to sit by the furnace and put pieces of garbage into the furnace, which is definitely illegal, one by one, like while the show's going on. Yeah. yeah. So, which actually, like, sounds like a pretty cool job. Yeah.
0: Um. Okay. I I don't know. Do we need to get into the full mechanics of, of, of I mean, I, the end got kind of tedious, Okay. but, so, but the bottom line is, yeah. should we talk about, about the the big, you know, explosion? Yeah, so
1: how Elijah would, well, first he outsmarts John Cusack. He
0: does. He does. So John Cusack he, does not get the, the heist. Right. So
1: he plays the last four bars perfectly except win. to get the heist. He doesn't get the heist. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Doesn't understand it.
1: Elijah Wood <laughs> plays the last four bars perfectly, except he deliberately plays the last note wrong. Hmm. But the audience doesn't know because they've never heard this piece before, yeah. and and wouldn't care anyway. And so there's like a standing ovation, and like so, John Everybody Cusack, is
0: like, he did it. He's back from from failure
1: right and so and and so john cusack doesn't have like a clear shot to kill elijah wood's wife And so elijah wood goes like running off to save his wife but like runs into john cusack and he's like hey remember me i'm like the guy who's been bugging you for the last two hours um and then they fight on the catwalk yep up above the piano we had to this was the part we had to rewind because we did not see what happened they (laughs) this whole movie wait
0: wait i have to say this whole movie the the There was so much darkness.
1: Yes, very dark. And we
0: were watching this movie in daylight. So you can imagine, like, there was a lot that we couldn't really see.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, And... The, for most of the movie, I, I said to Molly several times, I want this on the record, I want to see that piano get destroyed. Mm-hmm. This movie is called Grand Piano. It's a thriller. I want to see an exploding piano. And I got my wish. You
0: got your wish. What happened sort of. was, uh, they so both Elijah Wood and John Cusack, in the, the heat of their their physical battle, they fall from the catwalk Onto the piano. Yeah.
1: John Cusack dies. That was not clear. That we had to rewind That was not at it. all clear. We were expecting him to ju- pop back up. Right. So so the piano gets smashed, which is great. We, mm-hmm. we cheered. We did. Um, we hate pianos on this show. <laughs> we're, as you know, we're sex positive and music negative.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I almost <laughs> forgot. I forgot until just oh, now. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um,
1: and uh, then what happens? Oh, okay. So first of all, they... They cut, they cut back to the piano, and the piano looks way more destroyed than it would be if, like, two skinny guys fell on it, I think, which was great. The keyboard is all, like, whoopsie-downsie.
0: And uh, anyway, oh, Elijah Wood and his wife sort of got out unscathed. He has a broken leg, but yeah. big whoop. And uh, in the end, the piano has, like, been loaded into the back of a truck or something, and uh, and Elijah Wood is like, I have to go do one more thing, Yeah. Honey. And his wife watches him with this forlorn expression as he goes into the back of the truck where the piano is with its, like, fucked-up keys. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, as the rain is falling behind him outside the truck, and it's, like, kind of illuminating, like, the fuzz of hair on Elijah Wood's ears. Sure. You see him play the last four bars. Yeah, but
1: you don't hear it because the piano is ruined.
0: The piano is ruined. He plays the last four bars, including hitting the correct final key, and it seems like nothing's going to happen, but then it does. You hear this mechanism whirring,
1: and And that's the end. That's the end. Oh, by the way, when... Uh, John Cusack is is like doing the thing where the Villain tells him like his, his amazing plan and uh, that there's uh, you know a key to the uh, to the Swiss lockbox hidden in the piano. He taunts him by saying, like, hey, hey, uh, you know, Elijah Wood, how many keys are on that piano? And he's like, 97. It's a special piano with extra keys. And John C- Cusack's like, no, ninety-eight. And Elijah was like, no, I counted them. There's 97. I'm a piano player. And John Cusack's like, no, there's another key hidden inside the piano. And I feel like if I had been Elijah Wood in that Ugh. situation, I was just like, do I have to deal with, like, dad jokes from this guy?
0: Oh, God. <laughs> All right, wow, so that's that grand
1: piano. was
0: um, so dumb.
1: Four stars, right? I
0: can't believe, I mean, I know I said it earlier, but it felt so long, yeah. even though there was, like, a lot of entertainment it would
1: I think it would have made a great like you know remember the show amazing stories from the 80s it was like it was like a Steven Spielberg produced like you know uh like paranormal or like adventure story of the week uh show and I think it was half an hour I feel like this would have made a good half hour episode of something
0: yeah it could have been like an Alfred Hitchcock presents Alfred Hitchcock presents Yeah. yeah there we go
1: um, it uh, did not even need to be seventy eight minutes long, which is a very short movie. But I'm glad I watched it.
0: I can't believe. So uh, I also, you know, I, I Elijah Wood is, from what I hear, a, a perfectly nice person, and I and I,
1: from what I hear, the world's greatest <laughs> piano player, the brightest, brightest. Sorry,
0: um, I, I wish him well. But I, I was surprised by my own mind like I, I was surprised how hard it was to not think of him as, as Frodo, Frodo. <laughs> like because I'm so used to him making like all of these foreboding like faces when the ring wraiths are coming and stuff and so the the look on his face as he's dealing with a terrorist there were like so many like ring wraith moments or like Gandalf is dying or yeah, yeah. all these faces he, he's and, so and good John at that. John Cusack
1: kept calling him my precious
0: <laughs> I expected John Cusack to like show up with a boombox. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that would really ruin Wouldn't, the concert. It would. Like, he started playing Peter Gabriel while Elijah Wood was trying to play like I know. dead composers. Talk
0: about messing with somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well. Um. Okay. But we did. We did enjoy some movie snacks.
1: We did. well yeah, so Let's we... talk about. When you go to the movies, what do you like to get?
0: So, Matthew, I have not been to a movie since the before time. Yeah, I haven't either. So, what I... So, my mom has always been a popcorn person, and I was never a big popcorn person as a kid. I really... However, now... I like it if I'm with somebody who gets popcorn,
1: so you don't have to pay for it.
0: So, yeah, because I'm a total cheapskate. <laughs> no, um,
1: because I always
0: want to get candy.
1: Yeah, me too. I want
0: to get candy, and I, I would, but I want somebody else to get popcorn so I can eat a little bit. Yeah. Um, I also think uh, a Coke, like a Coca-Cola Classic, is great with popcorn. Uh, as far as movie candy, uh, Sour Patch Kids. All the way. Although nerds yeah. are always tempting, but I get tired of nerds faster than I get tired of sour patch kids.
1: So I would say my favorite uh, movie candies are like anything that's like a round lump that's covered with chocolate. Not okay. raisin nuts. I don't like raisin nuts. Oh, but, like, I love raisin nuts.
0: Really? Yeah. I think
1: we talked about this once, and I was like, I need to try them again, but never did.
0: Oh, they're re- they're really good. Okay. Yeah.
1: Uh, but I think like whoppers or milk duds. Whoppers maybe like a little crunchy. I
0: think whoppers get old fast. <laughs> they
1: do. Yeah. They start
0: to kind of dry your mouth out. And scratch your tongue and stuff too yeah
1: but i do i do still like them yeah okay like okay. my mouth can take a lot of punishment
0: okay um well what did what did we get today
1: oh okay so today we got milk duds one of my movie favorites mm-hmm. i don't typically buy milk duds in a non-movie context but it just felt right to me mm-hmm. uh you brought orville Redenbacher microwave popcorn yep
0: the, the movie movie butter yeah flavor
1: and it really tasted like movie <laughs> <It's> butter delicious <laughs> um and what else? Uh, plain M and M's to mix with popcorn, which and then, is great.
0: And then I asked you to get something called Nerds gummy clusters, and I blew it. And you blew it, and you got big and chewy Nerds. Which, to be fair, how? how yeah. I mean, how would you know the difference between big and chewy and gummy clusters? Yeah, and
1: I have to admit, like while I was buying them, I was like, Molly said these were called Nerds gummy clusters, and I had to figure out that this was what they're really called. Nope. I'm, no, nope.
0: I'm done. Yeah, no. <laughs> anyway, what the what the gummy clusters, uh, which June and I tried for the first time recently it's like uh the center so so they're about the size of a peanut m&m
1: okay one of my favorite sizes of thing
0: (laughs) a small peanut m&m okay uh the center is like the center of a jelly bean all right but then instead of like the the crunchy candy shell of a jelly bean this gummy center is coated in rainbow nerds that sounds
1: better than the thing we got
0: yes, they are better so you get both this kind of like um sweet tangy gummy thing but with actual nerds attached to it
1: yeah the thing we got didn't have actual nerds it was it had like nerd flavoring and it was like posing as like giant nerds but yeah. didn't
0: really do the trick yeah it just didn't taste as good yeah um, okay so anyway down with big and chewy nerds don't don't get those get the gummy cluster nerds.
1: Uh, yeah oh one more thing from the movie grand piano that I forgot that I wanted to give them credit for mm-hmm. um was uh there's a part where the uh what the villain has an accomplice who like works at the auditorium or whatever and at one point he like he like kills uh one of the annoying friends by um like slitting her throat with a broken mirror which seems first of all very impractical well,
0: hold on hold on y- you you have to say how the mirror got broken it's because he grabbed her hair and slammed her head into it right broke the mirror then you see him reach into the mirror pull out like a spike shaped piece and then
1: yeah i feel like that character didn't make any sense because like the the main like uh john cusack has like a like a magic gun that can like shoot without making any noise or disturbing anyone except the person he's trying to kill and then his accomplice has to use medieval methods
0: well and his accomplice was so um, like annoyed by everything he had to do. Yeah, he was. He was
1: like, he was seemed to like really enjoy killing these people, but then like got really reluctant immediately after that for no reason.
0: Yeah, he was like, man, I'm tired of helping yeah. you. Basically. Anyway,
1: so like as as he's like uh, drawing the broken mirror fragment across the throat, they cut to the cello bowing <gasps> across the cello strings. I didn't and, notice that part, and I was like, okay, director, y- you win. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Who was the director, by the way?
1: Damien Chazelle of oh. La La Land and some other recent movie fame.
0: Wow! And this movie went direct to direct video. Direct
1: to video. I
0: am fascinated by this <laughs> whole endeavor.
1: Okay, so we combined popcorn and M uh, and M's. I
0: didn't eat any of them together. Oh,
1: I really like it.
0: Oh, okay, I haven't tried it.
1: Have you? Have you combined red vines and Coke?
0: I I have on this show, Matthew. Oh, okay. We did that. <laughs>
1: We did that one, Yeah. All right. Are we done? I think we're done. <laughs> okay.
0: I, I mean, I have to say, guys, I don't know. I think this could be kind of fun to, like, smoke a little bit and watch this movie.
1: Yeah. But. I mean, it's really, it's not bad as far as bad movies go. Like, it drags in places for sure, but it's 75 minutes long.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know.
1: And you get to see a very expensive piano get destroyed, which is all I want out of life.
0: Yeah. No, there's there's some real, there, there's brief fleeting moments of triumph. Do you think... Do you think
1: they like used like a substitute, like cheap grand piano? <laughs> What's a cheap grand piano? Like like a, a disposable grand piano, <laughs> or or did they like build a fake piano to destroy?
0: Oh, I think they probably. I don't care. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> well, um, okay. So, um, thank you so much for subscribing to this show. We, yeah, we really
1: appreciate it.
0: We really, really do. We love making this show. Um we wouldn't have any reason to to do anything. Else. Without you. Yeah. Without you. That's right.
1: Uh without without you, like we would be like Elijah Wood during the five years that, that he couldn't bring yeah. himself to get on stage. Yeah. So yeah, let us know like if do you want us to do more bad movies because we because we really enjoy it as like a change of pace. But if it bugs you, we we don't have to do it again.
0: Also, you can always send us su- suggestions for what you like. Suggestions for
1: bonus episodes. Yeah. yeah, we like to do yeah. something a little different from the regular show or mm-hmm. very different like this one. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, like if there's something something that doesn't fit our usual format, but you'd like to hear us talk about it, like um, maybe like the uh, get our take on the global economy.
0: <laughs> yes. Exactly. Um,
1: and uh, until next time, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk, the show that bosens your door for.
0: <laughs> I'm Molly Weisenberg.
1: <laughs> and I'm Matthew Amster Burton. Because <laughs> well, I'm, I'm there's, there's a, like a practical like reason behind the question, which is I want to destroy a piano, and I want to know the most economical way to do it.